This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Here we go. There is being and there is doing. You live in two dimensions. Dimension of being and dimension of doing. Now, when being is garbage, so the doing is exhausting because you're trying to cover up the, the garbage being with more doing. Whereas when being is empowered being, so then the doing's inspired doing. Moving on. The first level of being, there's four levels of being. Level one is the neshama. And level one in the neshama means that you're God wants you here. You are loved. You're special. You're, you're significant. Like, you make a difference. You're uniquely capable. You're uniquely brilliant. Because brilliance isn't how well you did in school. School's one tiny application of brilliance. There is massive amounts of brilliance. And it's like a giant spectrum called brilliance. There are violinists who are considered the most brilliant people in the world, but they can't do mathematics. Albert Einstein couldn't ride a bike. He couldn't even get himself dressed. He had one outfit, and he had seven of them. And each day he put on the same exact outfit. He couldn't even get himself dressed. He would have been considered an idiot. And he actually had a great statement. He said, he says, uh, um, if an elephant judged itself by his ability to climb a tree, he would spend his life thinking he was a total idiot. Uniquely brilliant. And meaning everything you'd ever want to be comes from neshama. Now let's put that in perspective. People who don't believe they have a neshama, Hashem Yishmar. Hashem Yishmar. Because you, with your neshama, imagine how many things you say about yourself. How much motzi shemra are you willing to say about yourself knowing you have a neshama? Imagine someone who doesn't even believe they have one. Oh my gosh. Now, level two. Okay, so level one was neshama. Level two is the beautiful child. The beautiful child is the little toddler in you. The little toddler in you. Anyone here ever was a teacher of, of uh, kindergarten for girls? Kindergarten girls class? No one here? No one? Oh, you were? Okay. Oh, you were? Um, tell me, were any of those two girls the same? No, was there even overlap between them? No, it was, it was, it was like, how many girls would you guess there were approximately? 20 universes running around. Each one, its own little universe. Totally unique. Okay? Now, um, anyone here ever was a teacher of, I don't know, uh, let's do 14-year-olds? Anyone here? Yeah? Okay, in the back. Uh, Mrs. Klein, is it? Mrs. Klein. Um, how many girls would you say were in the class? Twelve. Twelve girls. Um, tell me, were any of them different? They're doing everything they can. They're self-amputating to knock off their differences. The nuclear power plant that you are, meaning if we could attach jumper cables to your earlobes, we could power all of New York City. That nuclear power plant that you are is your beautiful child. And I'll prove it right now. The, uh, any, um, can someone raise their hand who has a girl who's two years old? Okay, you got a two-year-old. What's her name? Her name's Toon? Her name? Yeah. Eh? Shindy? Yeah. Shindy. I, I have an aunt uncle named Shindy right here in Borough Park. I have one son who lives in Borough Park. So, um, tell me, in your house full of nefoshes, yeah, who's the happiest person? 
You have a sad two-year-old? Let's start again. Let's start again. Let's start again. In your house, who, is this, who cries the most? Her name's Shandy. We're going with Shandy, okay? At, in, um, just say her name. Uh, in your home, who cries the most? Who laughs the most? Oh, my gosh. You really have a depressed two-year-old. Um, <laughs> s- someone else raise their hand, please. Thank you. What's her name? What? Kaya. Anyway, we're all blessing Shandy from our hearts. That she should be much happier. Okay, we're going with Chaya. We've, we've switched from Shandy to Chaya. This is like, of all my luck, you know, a depressed two-year-old. Anyway, okay, whatever's bothering her should please go away. Okay, I hope that's not, hope that's not you. Just kidding. Okay, now, let's go. Do you see why if I were involved in this possibly a women's seminar, it would never get started? <laughs> now do you understand why I pulled out of the whole thing? So the men's I'm still in. But Haya? Okay, good. Who cries the most? Say Haya. She said me. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, just say her name loud enough so that people can hear. Who laughs the most? Hi, who's got the most energy? Hi, who's the most self-expressed? She's winning everything. Um, who's, who's, who most relates to love and closeness without issue? Chaya? I mean, she's got, she's got already what is a billion-dollar industry of the world trying to, get, trying to get a feeling of aliveness. Who's the most alive in your house? Chaya. Aliveness, love and closeness, that's Chaya. Health and vit- Oh, sorry. Self. Who has the most self-expression in the house? Hi. <laughs> oh, we said that. Yeah. No, I was thinking because I, I was going to tell a story. Once I was, we used to have big Kirov tables back in the during that whole wave of Kirov. Kind of ended around 2007. And uh, we'd have. I mean, literally, my wife's sitting by that window over there, and the table's packed with guests of every kind from all over the world in Yerushalayim. This happened every meal, every Shabbos for like I don't even know how long. Like. Two, almost two decades. So my, my two-year-old boy, Moishi, is sitting next to my wife way down there. And he says to me, I'm st- next to me is like this long-haired man, you know, like in his mid-twenties. So Moishi yells, hey, Tati, who's that weird man next to you? <laughs> and the guy's like, and I'm like, it's fine, it's fine. Moishi, he's not weird. He's just different. And I go back to talking and, and Moishi yells out, he's not weird. Sorry, he's not different. He's weird. I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. And at that point, my wife like grabs Moishi and she's like taking him upstairs. She's like, and all you hear the whole way up to his bedroom is weird, 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 weird. Chaya wins most self-expressed. How about health and vitality? Like she's just vital, alive, like Energizer Bunny. She can't stop. She doesn't need food. You got to trick her to get the food in the mouth. She don't need sleep. Okay, she like she could pass out in the bathroom. You know, like the, kids that age, they don't go to sleep. They pass out in any position. It's a 
And the last is, who's the most satisfied in your house? She's the most satisfied in your house. I mean, don't take away her toy without handing her another. She's just like, right here, right now, right here, right now. What's happening now? What's happening now? And tell me, have any of you ever experienced anything other than now? Yes or no? Have you ever experienced anything other than now? Think about that for a moment. What's the answer? No. You never have experienced anything other than now. Ever. And all this time you believe there is something called time. Isn't that funny how you've been believing there's something called time when you've only experienced now your entire life? And you say it. You say it all the time if you're into prayer. We're always saying that Hashem is machadish betuva b'chol yom tomi ma'asavarashis. That those ten spheres, the ma'asavarashis, perpetually, every second. Yesh mi'ayin. Something from nothing. Yesh mi'ayin. Perpetually. At all times. This world is coming into being. It's coming. It's a nice, fun way to think about that. Olam haba. Olam haba. The world that's coming. We're already there. We're in Olam Haba. This is the world that keeps coming and coming and coming. And you've never experienced time. And it's interesting to you all, I'm sure, because when you experience time, you experience anxiety. Because stuff is coming, you know. Shabbos is coming. You know, the chasen is coming. The birth is coming. The bris is coming. Things are coming. The kiddush is coming. This event was coming. And, but are you here or are you here? Are you by my fingertips or my elbow? Answer? Elbow. You're by my elbow. And it's just always now. Always now. Always now. Always now. There's no anxiety now. I mean, how are you all doing now? Everything okay now? Do you realize that today is the tomorrow you were worrying about yesterday? You realize that today is the tomorrow you're worrying about yesterday. How does it feel so far? Everyone say, so far, so good. And you want to know something? Shame on us for anxiety. Shame on us because has God ever left you hanging? Like, has God ever let that never happen? Or even if everything went wrong, it happened exactly wrong. It was like detail after detail went totally wrong. Like only God could have made it go that wrong. But has God ever left you hanging on now? Has he ever let now not happen? It always comes. And every time, with the exceptions of the you know, disasters, which God also created, but every time, you're, it, it all works out every time. If you're making a chasana, it'll happen now, when now comes. Yes, you've got a plan. My wife and I, we laugh the whole time. We're having so much fun. We're enjoying it the whole time. Paying for it gets interesting. But, but I mean, we both, like, we've sat in the forest in Yerushalayim and some of these chasanas, like, like the time I broke, my, I broke my leg, had to cancel all seminars. We're going into Yontif, and then the, the, the chasanas in not some Yerushalmi chasana, it's, it's in Chinka, you know, with, with Barry Weber singing. And it's like, I remember being in the forest with my wife and we were looking at each other and we were just, we got so into the tefillah together for, that it should get paid for somehow, that we were eventually screaming at each other's faces with our fists like this. We were going, Nays! 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 
get out of the Schwitz Thursday night. It's right before the Chasna. So far, everything's just going on my card, on my chase card. I look at my watch. You're all going to hate me when I say this. <laughs> In the end, I am a guy, okay? So please don't hate me. Um, I look at my watch, and I realize my daughter, Adina, and her husband have already arrived at Newark, and I was supposed to pick them up. They've already arrived. Okay? I'm in a bathing suit at a Schwitz. And I'm just like, dope. I, I quickly get on the phone. I'm like, Adina, I'm so sorry. You know, she's already outside, like they're on the street. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I, I could be there in a half hour. And which isn't exactly true, because I'm in a bathing suit, but I could be there in a half hour. And and she's like, Tati, we just got off a twelve hour flight. Like, we're ordering an Uber. And and I'm like, no, no, please, 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 mommy's gonna kill me. And she's like, she's like, we're taking Uber. And, and I said, fine, I'll order you an Uber. And I get off the phone with her. And a guy walks up to me and says, I'll order an Uber. I said, why who are you? He's like, just let me order them my Uber. And he orders them an Uber. I'm like, I'm not going to fight him. He's, he had it already open. He puts in their terminal or whatever. And, well, I went back to the Schwitz because <laughs> they're going to Borough Park. Uh, I'm in Manhattan. I'm staying in the Schwitz. I go back in the Schwitz. The guy comes, sits next to me in the Schwitz. He says, I want to tell you a story. I said, okay, who are you? And he says that um, 10 years ago, I was a completely secular Jew. I didn't even know Aleph Bet. And I was in a, I was like near the Arab Quarter by Jaffa Gate. And I was getting a drink in a store. And you walked up to me and you said, are you Jewish? And I said, I was. And you were leaving the old city going home to your family, and you turned around and took me to Asia tour and put me in a class. When I got there, everyone was talking about you. And, and so I stayed overnight just to hear your class. And he came to my, I came to your class, and you completely blew me away, and I decided to stay. I learned for five years. I got married. I have a big business here in New York. And I just want, I've always wanted to say thank you. I don't know what took me so long. But I just want to say thank you. He's like, what are you doing in New York? And I'm like, I'm making a wedding. And he was like, it's on me. So we should be ashamed that we have anxiety. He always comes through. And may we all be blessed to... I just give a bracha. May we all be blessed to... Put our emuna to work for us. Amen. Amen. What's it called when you put your emuna to work for you? Bitachon. That's called bitachon. What is bitachon? Applied emuna. It's when you apply your emuna to your situation. That's bitachon. Which shouldn't be a chiddish, but somehow no teacher seems to be able to explain it that clearly. It's so simple. Betachon's just applied amuna. But it should work for us. You've sacrificed your whole lives for your Yiddish guy. Like why, when it comes to applying it, do we fall apart? 
And the answer is because we've been living in psychological time. There is no such thing as time. There's only something called psychological time. We've been living in psychological time when all we've ever experienced is what? Now. now. Everyone say now. Now. And so instead of that being there, it's like a drawbridge. You've had all of this being here. Let it go back to where it belongs. And let it come when it comes. All you got to do is figure out what you got to do for that day. And Hashem will do the rest. You do your best, Hashem does the rest. Done. Take a deep breath. I'm closing my eyes. You can close your eyes a moment and just take that in again. Inhale. Exhale. There, I put on a little meditation music. Inhale. Exhale. Open your eyes. How do we get on this anyway? We're on the beautiful child. You have this amazing, beautiful child inside of you. Oh, I'm talking about the satisfaction. Remember, I said those that that billion-dollar industry that everyone's going paying all kinds of money all around the world, including come to my seminar to get what? And this is when the people walk into my seminar. All I'm thinking is, how can I deliver aliveness, love and closeness, self-expression? Health and vitality and satisfaction. And Chaya has all those, and she's won the whole, the whole, she beat the whole family on all five, as every toddler does. So it's in you already, and that person's called the beautiful child. Everyone say, beautiful child? Beautiful. Do I seem playful, yes or no? Yes. yes. Isn't that interesting? How can the guy who runs like the heaviest seminar in the world be the most playful person? answer is because I've got an adult and I can take people through the trenches into the mud and deal with themselves. There's, there's, I've got an adult in me, but I've also got a beautiful child. child. It took me a while to get to know that child because that child was holding me at gunpoint. Not in front of me, behind me. For many years. Many years. I didn't talk to my father for 18 years. 18 years. He was like probably like your mother. Like she keeps downloading her ashkafas. She can't stop. And how long do you spend on the phone with someone who makes you feel like you're nine? So every phone call, I mean, I would answer. Every phone call, I call this not speaking to your parent. Every, every phone call was something like, hello. Yeah, I can't speak right now. Yeah, it's bad timing. Yeah, I know I said that last time. I'm going to Mincha. Yeah, I know it's 11.30. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I gotta go. All right. 18 years. I turned the word yasum from a noun to a verb. Now, was that me, the adult? Or was that some scared kid? Not the beautiful child, but some scared kid that feels like a nine-year-old incapable little, little one. While I, meanwhile, I'm in my 30s with that kind of conversation. So clearly there's a little kid behind me going with a gun. Tell him it's bad timing. Yeah, Dad, it's bad timing. Tell him you got to go. Yeah, I got to go. And tell me, when I get off the phone with my parent in 20 seconds, the people who gave their lives for me, the people who would sell their home if, God forbid, something legal or, or medical happened just to pay for it for me, the only people on the earth that lose sleep over me, 
that I can't stay on the phone for more than 20 seconds? And the answer is that when I get off the phone with them, tell, you tell me, am I 33 or am I, I'm sorry, am I 34 or am I 4? How old am I? Yeah, am I 29 or am I 9? How old am I? 9. But there's this beautiful child inside me that wants the love of my father and my mother. And I've learned how to translate his advice to I love you, no matter what he's saying. I can just hold the phone like that far away and it kind of slowly moves into I love you, I love you, I love you. Because I can't hear the details anymore. But I mean, uh, tell me, has my father ever called you about your hashkafas? No. Why does this man keep calling me? He loves me. That's why. I missed it for 18 years. Now I've got it. Now I've got it. Because I turned around to that little kid with a gun and I... Enough already. The beautiful child is full of energy. And you have to meet her. I had to do a lot of negotiation with my beautiful child. A lot of negotiation. And I can tell you, he was particularly angry about me becoming firm. Particularly angry. And, and this is embarrassing to say, but I, I had a state of depression for a while after I became from, which I'd never had before. And it wasn't a simple depression. It was pretty heavy. And, and I'm not the first one who's had that happen a couple years into being from. And the way I got out of it was amazing. Like this, this amazing lady from like Flatbush. She was like in her late 60s, maybe early 70s, living in Shari Chesed. And I would go over to her, she was my therapist, I would go over to her house, and I would close my eyes, and she would just have me dialogue with the kid that I basically, meaning the kid I, that grew up in me, that I had just like gone, like, get out. You know, I had pushed him out, cause, so I could become firm, take on responsibility. And she had me reintegrate my child, my beautiful child. And that's inside of you, and that's your purest being, just like we heard that in Kitagan, every child is like, I'm just amazing. And you know it, if a toddler came in here right now, all of us would just start staring at the toddler. It's a magnet. It's a magnet of connection because they are so vibrationally clean that you just can't help but be magnetized to them. We're all magnetized to people who are vibrationally clean. And I can assure you that all my possible graduates, you know, left... All my possible graduates left the seminar and random people are coming up to them who never usually speak to them and like making conversations with them. And I just got, I just got a WhatsApp in Yiddish. This guy's like, I hope you understand Yiddish, but I didn't, I don't understand Yiddish. But uh, maybe one of you can please, maybe one of you can please translate this for me. You don't have to translate it for me, but you ready? I, I have no idea what this says. This is a graduate of the seminar, this, and he says, this guy has no idea I'm in the seminar, but this is his transformation of vibrational energy on day three. Tonight's day, night four. And then there's a reunion at next week, and then there's four weeks of follow-up. At three hours a night for one night a week. Here it goes, listen. Oh, I'm interested to know what it means, by the way. It's only 10 seconds. Wow, this is a good 
Kind of. Some, he was saying his voice was... <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, you said a lie? Oh, nice. Okay, since we did that... Can you turn off the AC for one second? Since we did that, you just got to hear this. This is crazy. This is crazy. I, I told... My answer to this was that was the most beautiful thank you I've ever heard. Okay? I'm not going to play the whole thing, but you just got to hear that. This is a sweetheart, sweetheart, chassidish guy, beautiful guy. Good morning, Yom Tov. Um, I just want to... Oops, I pressed the... Shh. Uh, can we, like, all take our phones out at once and turn the ringers on full volume? Just kidding. Can anyone turn off that? We're about to do a meditation, and I really want... I really want, you know, the phone shouldn't ring during it. And please don't look at the screen because you're going to answer a text. Do this quick. i got to watch the time. Okay. Here we go. It's off? The fan's still on. See if there's a better off than that. I wanted the quiet. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Just leave it. Just leave it. No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. It's fine. It's fine. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Leave it. Leave it. That is so funny. Hashem is so out there. No, because this never happened to me before, except last Wednesday night when I'm in the seminar and we're in a part where our minds go perfectly quiet. And the whole room went from people who didn't even know how to meditate to absolute and total silence in the mind so they could actually get themselves back. But there's this noise. So I tell one of my madruchim, I said, I said one of the, I, yeah, there's a bunch of coaches who kind of hold everyone while they fall apart. And there's, I say, can you please go under the table and plug the fridge and the, and the water, water machine? And he was like, he was like, why? <laughs> it's making all kinds of noise. But there was one of these heating up Kugel the whole time. Oh, that's much better. So check it out. Also, uh, thank you. You can't talk. Sorry, I can't, I can't talk. I'm so emotional. Just want to thank you. You gave me back my life. I have no words. I have no words. I was, I was, the last few months, I was, I was, point of my life that I, like, everything, I hated everything that I do, like, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't happy with myself. I wasn't happy with anything. Anyway, the bottom line is, he gets to the end and, and like, has this to start uh, being myself and and be happy in what I do and be being myself be happy in life being happy in life so I want to tell you thank you again any of the books that so these people are like having the most amazing breakthroughs it's incredible okay 
Number two, beautiful child. Together. Number one, neshama. Number two. Number three is called kochos hanefesh. Now we're going to do a little workshop. Um, it's going to take us about ten minutes. And the workshop is like this. You know every person has different kochos hanefesh? Like we all have different factory settings. You ever notice that? Like the woman next... You're like good at stuff that the woman next to you is not as good at. And she's good at stuff that you're not as good at. And you're good at stuff that she, they're not as good at. We're, we're all like, we have factory settings. It's the strangest thing. Like, he gave each one of us factory settings. So I sat in a chabura of, I sat in a chabura of very chash of Yidin many, many years ago, like 20 years ago. Everyone in there was a Rosh Kolel or a Rosh Yeshiva or whatever. And there were about five of us. And we sat there and we hammered out the, the ten spheros of personality. Now, I have a class online on this if you want to if you want to do it with someone else. But it turns out that God created the whole world via the spheros. Okay? And now I'm not expecting anyone to become a big Kabbalist, but if you ever want to stop being mystified by the ten spheros, you can go online and watch my classes on the ten spheros. You will finally get it, and you will, literally in one hour, you never have to hear the word tiferis again without knowing what it means. And, uh, and I'll sh- I'll, I can just show you in this minute. Tiferis, right? It's right there in the heart. Tiferis looks at Malchus, which is the recipient. So my heart looks at the recipient. Recipient of what? The recipient of my love from Chesed. Chesed's love, right? Chesed Ava, Gevur's Yura. The recipient looks at my... I look at my recipient who's receiving my love, and I say, how much love could that recipient receive? And based on how much they could receive will be how I relate to them. If someone walked up the stairs like a Karlebach hippie with a giant kippah and beads and baggy pants and stuff, and I see him there, what's T. Ferris? A handshake, a bow, or a hug? Which one? A hug. Handshake, he's just going to pull me in for a hug anyway. A guy walks in here, three-piece suit, clean-shaven, bent-down hat. What's right? A bow, a hug, or a handshake? Which one? handshake. So I need more Gevura. Because if I over him, he's going to run for his life. A woman walks in the room. She says, hi, Rabbi Glazer. I've been waiting to meet you. What do you say? A handshake, a hug, or a bow? Oh, nice to meet you. That's called Tiferis. Kids are in trouble. More Gevura. I'm not going to stop the Chesed. I love my kids. I'm going to keep the love coming, but there's some Gevura there. How much Gavur? Based on who they are and based on what they did. So that the chesed flows, but it's a bit of a solar eclipse right now because of what they did. But I will pour the sun back on them afterwards. And I will make it very clear, ladies, listen to this, make it very clear that what they did was unacceptable. Was un- un- I can't approve of what they did. However, who they are, are is always just like beyond. Like what you did was beneath you. What you just did was beneath you. And so I'm always distinguishing that with my children, especially when they get in trouble. I limit chesed so they feel it. More gavura. For my spouse, for my wife. Gavura is just out. See, that's the one person that gets full chesed full time. She always gets chesed from me, meaning love always comes through. That's Tiferis in a marriage. 
Now, there are 10 spheros. Did you just understand all that? So, ladies, do you know what Tiferis is? Everyone say it. Tiferis, tif, say this. Tiferis measures how much Ahava. Let's do it all in the names of the spheros. Um, Tiferis, Tiferis measures how much Chesed Malchus can take or is appropriate and informs Gevura to limit it. And you never get in trouble. If you make that your goal, you know how many people are in big trouble right now because they don't have that right? They're not in Tiferis and they're making big mistakes because they're not using Gavur where it's appropriate and sometimes they're using Gavur where it's inappropriate. Once you get Tiferis, you can balance your whole life and all your relationships last forever. I have no enemies. I have no enemies. I've come close. I don't have enemies because I'm in, tif- I'm in Tiferis with people. There are 10 spheres of personality. And here we go. So it works like this. There are, the first thing we're going to do is your style. Are you flow or are you structure? Flow or structure? Those are your only two choices. Flow or structure? Flow people, they go to Bed Bath & Beyond and they look for like the floral, floral uh, plates or something like that. They're definitely not getting angular plates, okay? They go to the drapes and they see drapes that have like leaves on them or something like that. They, they go to the, the bedspreads. They're not getting the pinstripe ones. Okay? They're going for, you know, something with some, something with flow to them. The structure people go into Bed Bath and Beyond and they're just like, they're just like, oh wow, honey, look at these plates. And it's like the salad plate's a triangle. Okay? Um, what would you say? is um, Mrs. Parnas, floor structure. 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 Everything's angled, hard angles throughout. And the funny thing is, is for a flow person, they can't breathe as well. A structure person goes into a flow house and they're just like... Have you ever noticed, ladies, have you ever noticed when you're clothing shopping that there's certain stores that you don't even have to get past the door to know there is nothing in there for you? You want to know why? Because the lady running that store is buying for structure or she's buying for flow based on who she is. It's the big department stores that can buy for both. And they know this. The buyers know this. And they know that half the women are going to be structure. Half the women are going to be flow. we got a giant store. We need to provide both. Start looking around. You're going to freak out about this. This is going on everywhere. Everywhere. Everything's, everyone's flow or structure. What? Hey, like one in a one in a thousand, maybe is exactly both. Now, ladies, what can confuse you is that guess what? We're always right in the middle. You know why? Because tell me, how's your life going to work out if you're always flowing without any structure? What's going to happen? It's going to fall apart. So you've got to celebrate your flow and stretch to the other side. Everyone say celebrate and stretch. Now, if your life's all structure living in God's world, you're going to have a conniption with all the flow God puts in things because he changes things up all the time. 
So, you know, you're going to have a nervous breakdown if you're structure in this world. And so you must, but you must celebrate structure. You must go for the structure art or go for the structure, you know, architecture or the structure clothing, but you must celebrate and stretch if you're structure. Everyone say celebrate and stretch. Celebrate and stretch. Okay, now, everyone have a chavrusa with the woman next to you. Okay, chavrusa with the woman next to you. I'll pair you up here. All right. Now, obviously, if you lucked out, you and your husband, one is flow and one is structure. If you didn't luck out, most people luck out. I did not luck out. <laughs> you know, like, I'm heading out with my surfboard, you know, Erev Shabbos, you know, you know, to go surfing in Ashdod or something. And my wife's like, my wife's like got her yoga mat heading out to yoga. And, and I'm like, who's making the chillant? And we both go, you. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, but my wife's quite balanced compared to me. Like, I'm like extreme flow, and she's just flow. But we have a good time, Baruch Hashem. And uh, so listen, but when, you're, when both parents are flow, it creates high-functioning kids. And it's not fun to watch that your kids had to become high-functioners, okay? Yeah, and if you're a high-functioner, just think about your parents for a moment, okay? So it's not a nice term, high-functioners. <laughs> Although you're really good at event planning. Now, um, where were we holding? Oh, yeah, so we did flow and structure. Now, all we got to do is figure out the verticals. Meaning, if that's flow and structure, we get the verticals, apply whether your flow is structured to one of the verticals, you know your Garden of Eden. You know your sphere that you celebrate the most. So it's, it's quite simple to figure it out. And I didn't even mention the makor of this. One of the amazing makors of this is the Tehillim, Mizmor Ledavid, Havel Hashem Elim, Havel Hashem Kavod Vois. You know that when we say it in Kabbalah Shabbos, so that that Tehillim has ten three havus chachmuvin and das and seven coals kol hashem alamayim kela kavod harim shem alamayim rabim right mayim's chesed right kol kol hashem bakoyach kavura yeah so those are the ten and what did Chazal say Chazal say that when David Melech wrote that he was writing that to the ten ways that everyone heard at Har Sinai. Everyone heard Har Sinai the way they hear. Okay? They, 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 it's brought down, it's a machlokas in Kabbalah, but it's brought down by most Kabbalists that if you had a recorder at Har Sinai, you wouldn't have heard anything. Yet all the people were flat down on that. Like, they all, they all heard it. Why? Because it's Navua. It's national Navua. But tell me, if all of a sudden this lady over here got Navua, would we hear it or would she hear it? She would hear it. We're not going to hear it. It's a whole discussion in Kabbalah. If you had a camera and a microphone, would you have seen it? Would you have heard it? It's very interesting. But we all certainly got it, man. We are stamped. Did you know if you extract the Jews out of all the Nobel Prizes won, each country shrinks to like one page on a screen? And, and, the, and if the Jews are a nation, if we extract the Russian Jews and we extract the American Jews and we extract the, the French and the British Jews out of the Nobel Prizes, guess what? It just keeps going and going and going and going. You can tape down your scroll button. Because we, got, we were stamped with the original of the entire creation. And Jews are just going to find their way to truth and then win a Nobel Prize as a result. It's crazy. Now, verticals, okay? It's ones, twos, and threes. Ones, twos, oops, ones, twos, and threes. I call them the three eyes 
intellectuals, interpersonals, and instinctuals. 10% of people are intellectuals, 45% of people are interpersonals, and 45% of people are instinctuals. Okay, so the likelihood that they're intellectuals in here is, is, is low. Intellectuals are people who just like books. They like to read. They like information. But they don't just like it. They live on it. Like they literally live on information. Like their life is information. And those are intellectuals. Then there's interpersonals. They live with people. And what do you think I am, by the way, between intellectuals, interpersonals, and instinctuals? Which one? I'm, I'm, I'm like purely interpersonal. Like, extremely interpersonal. I, at the parties I threw growing up, I used to figure out ways to psychologically cause everyone at the party to not realize what time it was. I would, I would like, have light coming on stronger throughout the night. I'd keep adding lights so they wouldn't sense how long they'd been there. Music gets louder. Um, I would have a surprise band show up, like, around 1 in the morning. And so they're like, wow, like, I guess we're at a concert. You know, because we had a bandstand in our mansion. And I mean, a full bandstand. All it took was the musicians just come in and sit down and start playing. And and I would I would keep them there because I, I don't go away. I was nuts. I don't go away. My brothers would come up to me, and my parents come up to me, and they're like, Yom Tov, parties can end. Parties can end. It's okay. You can throw another party tomorrow night. And I'm like, okay. Okay, everybody go home. Come back tomorrow. I walked, in, I walked across Yerushalayim on Shabbos. All I'm thinking, every door I walk by, please, Hashem, someone should come out. Someone to talk to on the way to shul. Just give me someone to talk to. Because I'm interpersonal. When I'm with people, my brain goes, whoop. When I'm not with people, whoop. <laughs> then there's instinctuals. Instinctuals are sensory people. They like this table very much. Okay? But they also like to work out, and they like yoga, and they like, they like a schwitz, they like a jacuzzi. They like, they, they like sensory things. They like music. They like touch. You know, they're, they're sensory people. And they're better here. We wouldn't be in this house because this house was built by threes, by instinctuals. The contractor is an instinctual. The general contractor. Now, I told you it's very rare to be in the middle. A contractor is in the middle. He handles both all the workers who come and put in the flooring and stuff, which takes no brains. But he also handles all the brains because he has to look at this, at the map of the whole thing, and he handles all the structure, all the structure. Because he, he's got to look at that blueprint and make this house happen, that contract. So, but how many contractors are compared to builders? You know, it's like one in a thousand. Because it's super rare to be that person right down the middle. And that's why there's no post scheme, okay? Because uh, there's only a couple post scheme in every generation who's exactly in the middle in one. He's a one. He's an intellectual. Okay? So everyone say intellectuals. Intellectual. That's one. Say one. one. Interpersonals, that's two. Okay? And instinctuals, that's three. Okay, you got that? Ones, twos, and threes. Now, I am a two, three, one. A two, three, one. So what do I want to do? I want to be with people in the Schwitz talking about the life. What kind of stuff? Do I want to talk about, like, like Gomorrah stuff? Remember, I, I'm sorry, I'm flow. So, do I, I want to talk Gomorrah stuff, or do I want to talk, like, Hushkafen philosophy? Which one? Hushkafen philosophy. I'm flow. I'm, my flow intellect wants to talk about, like, the meaning of life. 
I love talking about the meaning of life. Not interested in like knowing how you know tractors work. Okay? Not interesting to me. One, two, threes. I'm a two, three, one. Thank God my wife's a two, three, one. In marriage, you want it to be opposites. We didn't get that one, but but at least I got the two, three, one right. So like she just wants to talk and talk and talk. You know how many all nighters we've had, and we have we have all night. We still have all nighters. The two of us will talk all night and just get more intense as it goes in the talk. The um, we both, we do yoga together like a couple times a week. We got our yoga mats out. We're in instinctual. Tw- we're both threes. And one, okay, she's a lot more one than I am, and she's an author. Oh, Chaval, I could have brought you books. I would have given you all a Hanukkah book for my wife. Um, Julie, how could I do that? Um, maybe I'll send Hanukkah books here. I don't know. Maybe I'll put them outside or something people can take. Anyway, my wife wrote a 750-page book on all the Hagim, women to women. No one's ever done that before. You notice when you come out of Eichler's and there's those books on each Hag, when you're near the Hag, they're always written by rabbis. And my wife said, how about women to women? How about the Armasaur? And she wrote this most beautiful book. And she, she, don't worry, it's not 750 pages. It's broken into holidays. And I have like a case of Hanukkah here. Stupid, I didn't bring that. Could I get it here? I don't know. Oh, it's, it's almost two. It's almost one. Well, mm, my son's in Colo. Not interrupting him. Now, um, they're at his house. Here we go. You're going to have a chavrusa now and say, are you a 132, a 231, a 312, a 123, a 321? Okay, everyone go. One. So, meaning I have to stretch. I have to stretch to this, but I celebrate this and I enjoy this. Okay, go, go. Okay, I hope you're all having fun today. Yeah, is this going well? Because now we're moving it towards like going into Rosh Chodesh tonight and going into Hanukkah. Like Hanukkah's coming into everyone's minds and hearts now. And so we're going to go in the, which is the fourth level of being. Fourth level of being. But let me just finish up. Let me wrap up. Kolchos and Nefesh. Okay? We're in Kolchos and Nefesh. And you hop, are you hopping that you have factory settings? You get that? Yes. It's interesting. And that's like, it's so unique. It's unique to you. And your kids have kochos and nefesh. And if you know these, if you know these, you know exactly why your kid suffers in whichever classes they're suffering in. Because they're, they're, not, they're just not able to stretch like that over to that side. So if it's math, it's going to be floor structure. It's going to be structure. And if it's humanities, it's going to be more flow. And, and if your kid's not making the stretch, it's, or... If your kid is a three, let's say you have a kid who's a three one two. That's the mean the most awkward person socially. A three one two, where two is their last one. They're gonna be awkward socially. They're gonna hate being in any four-walled situation, especially if there's a whiteboard and a and a rabbi standing in front of them. That's gonna be a disaster. And the same for the girls. Same for the girls. If they're a three, they're gonna suffer. You know, that's it. You know, the ones, we're not on introvert right now. Um, that's a whole separate uh, dimension, but introvert, expert. But they, if they're intellectuals, they're going to do great. If they're interpersonal, okay, they, go, they deal with the info, but they got all these friends. And if they're instinctual, they just suffer. 
because the friends don't enliven them, and the information, it just doesn't mean anything to them. It doesn't, com- it doesn't mean much. It's not meaningful to them. They're not interested in information. And yet we're all pushing them in there. That's why I, my joke I always say is, Sarah Schneer never meant that. All she wanted was girls should be literate, not to break them. But 45% of girls are automatically going to be broken by such an experience for years and years and years while we babysit them till we can finally marry them off. And it's just, I, I hate watching it happen. I feel so bad for those, those kids. And, when, and would you guys, you ladies, please already start an education system that enlivens the souls of people. And I'm talking top down, not the unique teacher of Kita, you know, Dalid, but like enliven them from top down, from Hanhala all the way through. No one works there if they're not clean. And, and obviously, whoever's running it has to be here. But what happens? Someone here, right, in, intellect, I'm sorry, if you're running such a thing, you're probably here, Tiferis, and strong here too. Anyone in the middle is going to have all three probably. You run the place, but what happens? The moistos that started with someone's vision, which is here, das, his vision, chokma bin das, they died. Well, who takes over? Someone who runs the place. Is that going to be floor or structure? Structure. So someone who runs the place, a structure person, takes over because they were running the place, so they become the new head. Except now you don't have someone in the middle to help everybody and be top-down balance. Because there are these individuals who are balanced who start the Moisdes, but they always wind up in the hands of wind up in the hands of Darth Vader, you know, the Gestapo, the Havdil. And it's no fault of theirs, they're doing their best. It's just that they aren't the original visionary. So you see how these spheres work? Are you getting a picture of what we're talking about? Because ladies, you didn't realize it, but I just slipped in the whole ten spheres. You know them all now. Seriously, you know them all. You, know, no, you probably know more about the ten spheres right now than your husband. I'm not kidding. And even if your husband thinks he knows them, you know them now. You know them no ground up. Because you have, the, the intellect's going to be flow, you know, flow. Sorry, I keep going to my right, but that's your right. I, you, the intellect's going to be either philosophical or, you know, informational, or it's going to be, you know, fusion vision. Okay? Um, it's either going to be, it's either going to be, you know, interpersonal flow like me, or it's going to be interpersonal structure like a pediatrician or something. Or, you know, think you ever thought about what they have to know? Like the details and everything? But if they're not interpersonal, they'll miss the diagnosis every time. They'll never get the diagnosis if they're not interpersonal. Do you want a surgeon? They're up here. Do you want a surgeon to be interpersonal? If you're in the pre-surgery room, the surgeon walks in and he's just like, Mr. Friendly. You know, you're like, is there anyone else working here? You know. But if you had a pediatrician who had the surgeon's bedside manner, you'd be like, no, you know, you're not going to get what's wrong with me. You're not going to get it. You need to read me. And anyway, enough said. So celebrate and stretch. So I celebrate people. I stretch to my Gamorashir. I stretch to my Chavrusa. I celebrate and stretch. I'm going to say celebrate and stretch. Once you know your first number, whether your first number was a one, two, or three, that's your Garden of Eden sphere. That's your kochos and nefesh. And you celebrate that spot. You've got to stretch the other side. You celebrate what you really are. 
So I imagine many of us have to be called into duty for things that aren't us, right? Don't we all get called up into duty? A Yuntav's coming, Hanukkah's coming, and we're getting like called into something that's just so not, that's not my spot. It's not me. But we got to somehow stretch into that. And that's the being level four. Being level four is what I call the Kli Biyada Yotzer, a vessel in the hand of the shaper, Hashem. Kli Biyada Yotzer. That's, a, that's from Kol Nidre, Kli Biyada Yotzer. Okay? We're a vessel in Hashem's hand. And we can create a being for any doing. It's the Hineni. It's that Avram Avinu saying Hineni when Hashem takes him further and further out from his comfort zone, so far away from his own Midas. The Akkad is the ultimate example of someone going to the opposite Mida. And here's Avram Avinu saying Hineni. Someone say the word Hineni. That's level four. Level four is that whoever you call me into being, Hashem, I am. Whoever you call me into being, I am. I can create a being for any doing. I can create a being for any doing, because how long do you have to do it? It's Okay, so for three weeks, who do I got to be to do this graciously? Who do I got to be to do this with peace? When I sit in the airplane, tomorrow I'll be on the airplane, I can just sit in my seat, mind my own business like everyone else does, and watch some lady or some older guy struggle to get their bag up to the overhead compartment. Or I can be helpful. Now, I'm not naturally helpful. I had two livings growing up, driver, chef, all that stuff. I, I, I'm not naturally helpful. I had people wiping my nose for me for the first 23 years of my life. And, but I can be helpful and do the help. Last night, someone tried to stop me. We had two fruit platters. After all, tonight, last night was the, that deep work. We had two beautiful fruit platters. But then there was taking all the garbage out. You know, I was taking it out. They, they were like, Rabbi, Rabbi, not you. And I'm like, I'm like, yes, me. Yes, me. Because I'm here to serve. I'm here to serve whether it's in this situation. I'm here to serve whether it's cleaning up this hall. There is no doing that doesn't have a being that I can't create. Let's say I have to go to my kids in trouble in Haider, and I have to go to the Minha Hell. You know what a Minha Hell is? It's the person from hell. <laughs> So I gotta go to the Minha Hell, or to, my wife has to go to the Minha Hellis, okay? And who do I gotta be to go into the Minha Hell? Now, how long, how long am I gonna sit with the Minha Hell? 10 minutes, 15 minutes? Can I not create being for 15 minutes to get through that? Or I have to make a cold call sale? You know, if I were in sales. Who do I got to be for this call? So get into the affirmation of who I got to be. This is so not me, but whatever. My salesman took a, you know, he's on vacation. And this call has to be made because it was an appointment on his schedule and I've been asked to do it. Well, who do I got to be? And who is he, this great salesman? Like, what's his being when he makes the call? Maybe I can somehow mirror the being that I've been working with in this office all these years and then do it and do the sale. Who am I being for my doing? And you could be anyone. You can go into that Minahelis and just be her boss. Because who works for her? Do you work for her or does she work for you? She works for you. You're paying her salary. 
When she puts her chulant on the table Shabbos day, you paid for that. And then we want to know something. She doesn't even work for you. She works for your child. And so what if I walked into the Minahelas and I said, hey, listen, you know, I'm, I'm 35. You're, you look about in your 40s. My daughter's, you know, about nine. If the two of us can't figure out how to help her, so maybe both of us need to look for another job. She shouldn't even have to know we're talking about this right now. Let's sit down and really come up with a solution for her that's going to work. And then you walk out of the Minahelis' office. You're, now you're back on the street to Borough Park, and you're just like, whew. And then the Minahelis is like doing backflips to help your kid because you set up the vibration. Remember the vibrations? You set up the vibration. You're in charge of the vibrations. And people respond, especially when they don't even understand vibrations because they just get sucked up into your vibrations. Because you do understand vibration. And being is the vibration of life. It's who you're being that causes the vibration. Like the recording you heard earlier, how someone's voice sounded different, sounded alive. It's a different vibration. And then the doing comes naturally. Because being, empowered being, leads to inspired doing. Everyone, empowered being? Leads to inspired doing. There are four levels of being. Number one is neshama, together. Number two is the beautiful child. That's your nuclear power plant within you. The Number three is the kohos um, and Number four is hineni. Okay? Meaning you can create any kind of being for a couple weeks going into the doing. Okay, let's do that one more time. Okay? Empowered being leads to inspired doing. There are four levels of being. Number one, neshuma. Number two, the beautiful child. Number three, kochos and nefesh. Number four is hineni. Okay, last time, empowered being cause leads to inspired doing. There are four levels of being. Neshuma, beautiful child, which you'll have to learn to negotiate. Um, kochos and nefesh. And hineni, klibi adayotzer. I can create any being for whatever doing comes my way. So who are you being going into Hanukkah? Who are you being going into the Festival of Lights? Who are you? Yeah, hineni. So I'm light. I'm, I, don't, I, I would rather you go there. Like I'm not going to tell you who you need to be on Hanukkah or going into, you know, it's the darkest months, the coldest months, and we celebrate it with light. That's cool. Right, the winter solstice is celebrated with a flame. And that flame, no matter how many candles you light with it, never diminishes. What if you were that flame? How about the flame of the neshama in the darkness of the goof, in the darkness of Olamazeh? How about the flame of your nefesh, your neshama, shining its light and giving to people with just with your eyes. You don't have to give to people with your hands, your money, anything. You can give to people just with your eyes, the way you look at a woman walking by her on 13th Avenue. You can give her life just by meeting eyes and giving her that tiny nod that she's okay in your book. And she lights up and you're not diminished. You are that flame. Hanukkah is the battle against the darkness of Westernism. How much can you be a spiritual Jew versus a Western Jew? 
We're spiritual people. We are the spirit people. We're the only people who live a life completely informed by nevuah. Nothing else. Our whole lives are nevuah. When you're keeping Shabbos, that's a nevuah. Westerners never had nevuah. They never had it. They called J.C. a prophet because you know what prophet means by goyim? <coughs> it means uh, leader or great teacher or something. That's not what it means in Judaism. Otherwise, you wouldn't have a mitzvah to not test, not unduly test a prophet. You know, we have one of the mitzvahs, Lois says, not to unduly test a prophet, which means you test prophets <laughs> to see if they're actual prophets. And we all know that the last prophet lived 500 years earlier in the times of Ezra and by Shani. There are no prophets other than our prophets. And those prophets, in the end, are our entire lifestyle. And so in the darkness of it all, in the darkness of Westernism, you're living in the, the, the spits of, of Yavan right now. America is the spits of Yavan. And sadly, so many people are sucked into it. We're in the spits of Yavan, and we're going to light our candles. And we're going to have more kids and more kids, more candles, more candles, more candles, because we have something meaningful to put up against the tragedy of life. Um, please, God, uh, we'll do it again. I'll be back in a month. If you'd like to do it again, so just uh, we'll, we'll do another level, we'll do, meaning we'll do other stuff. So I have so much, so many, so many classes exactly like this, but completely different stuff. So I'd love to do that if you enjoyed it. Um, and again, uh, send an email to yomtovglazer at gmail. Glazers with an S. Yomtovglazer at gmail. I, I took Z also, by the way. Um, but yomtovglazer at gmail. If you'd like to help this, this woman who's uh, sadly is, um, you know, you know, I told you already, you know, she's, she's pregnant and um, with a one-year-old and no husband. And she just doesn't know how she's going to deal with any of this. It's crazy. So please uh, feel free. And, uh, and those who didn't pay the 50, please give to our hostess, and Rega, a giant thanks, a giant thanks to Mrs. Parnas. Our, our gracious hostess, who, who has provided this, this, this setting, this beautiful setting for all of us to grow. Thank you. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.